0: now from the sunbury motors studio here's steve jones in sunbury sunbury motors kia roots 11 and 15 in hummels wharf and online at sunburymotors.com ford kia hyundai the best in new inventory all with great warranties great pre-owned inventory with the all-important sunbury motors guarantee and a fabulous service department with great technicians that take care of the life of the vehicle. It's all at Sunbury Motors 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, almost Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, Lamar Jackson, by the way, franchise tag, but others can make a bid if they want. The Giants have just come to a four-year agreement with Daniel Jones, and they're going to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. Time now for our play by play call of the day. Sixes by nine. Here's a beat from 15. Fakes on Turner. Now shoots it and in. Right back into the game and showing the touch from the foul line area. It's a field goal. Joel, 10 of 14. Harden with his 19th assist. On a night of great college basketball, we picked that. Uh, so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only because it was the Sixers. That's all. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know if there was great college basketball. as I watched some of it. Yeah, it was uh, all right, yeah, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I know Neil's here in a second, but I—I I know the world is enamored with St. Mary's. And look, this—this this is not a commentary on St. Mary's basketball, its players, and especially not on their coach Randy Bennett. Randy Bennett has to pick out a way to win, but they're dreadful to watch. Oh. It's so slow. And they just, I mean, no offense, but BYU put a trap on them last night. They acted like it's the first time they ever saw a full-court press. I mean, I'm watching. I've sat there for 45 minutes. Like, does anybody here know how to break this thing? And then, okay, easy bet now, pull the ball back out. What are you pulling the ball back out? Score! (laughs) Let's go. Make them pay for it. Take them out of it. Oh, it's just... They won the game, which Penn State needed, by the way. Penn State needed Gonzaga and St. Mary's to both win last night because those two are going to the tournament no matter what. It doesn't matter who wins tonight. And they both... I mean, Gonzaga had to rally to win, and St. Mary's had to hold on to win, but both results were good for Penn State. Now let's bring in, ladies and gentlemen, the outstanding... And he's here every week to make sure that the show stays on course one way or the other. Neil Kulong, sir, welcome.
1: As always, it's great to be here. Perfectly timed, too, right at the end of the deadline in the NFL. This works out very well. It does work
0: out well. It also works out where your neighbor came over and shoveled you out last week. That's good. <laughs> I,
1: won't, I won't comment on that, but... Um... It's more like the other way around. I'm just just saying. uh, I'm not surprised. Still might be recovering. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm
0: not surprised. Uh, I want to start before we get to Daniel Jones and uh, Saquon. uh, I want to get to Lamar Jackson. I was not surprised at how the Ravens did it because it's a cheaper number, and I can't see anybody else offering him a bigger number. What was your thoughts on Lamar Jackson?
1: Honestly, I could go the whole segment on this. I, I really could. I, I don't know if there's anything the Ravens could say clearly about this entire situation. I don't know if this is a great year. Had a quarterback wants a Deshaun Watson-level contract, last year was a great year for that, and that's why we saw it. I don't think that market is there. I really don't. Most of the teams are uh, really looking for a quarterback, are within a stone's throw of the top pick, which is held by a team that doesn't need a quarterback. You're going right. to see a lot of moves at the top of the draft, and there are going to be probably four quarterbacks taken, I, I just a, a guess right now in March, in the first seven picks. So it, it's a year in which there's not going to be a team to say, well, we're not going to get a quarterback this year. You know, we need to dip into free agency. We need to make a trade. I don't think that's there. Certainly not for a player that has missed a a pretty good chunk of time the last two seasons, including a playoff game uh, this past year, and wants a a completely guaranteed five-year contract. If that's not what Lamar Jackson wants, uh, okay, it's a different story. Then I I would question why Baltimore wasn't able uh, to get a deal done before the tag deadline. Now, to to their credit, they said, uh, we've tagged people before. This is Eric DaCosta speaking through the team uh, about an hour ago. Uh, we've tagged players before and worked out a long-term deal. And that's that's true. Um, he hasn't done it with a quarterback. So it, it's. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have interest from a team that wants to pay a Watson or Wilson-level uh, price to acquire a player who wants a Watson-Wilson-level contract. I don't know if that's there for them. The cheaper tag in that case would make the most sense then you, you pay him the least amount that you can uh, a team that's already up against the cap has a lot of moves that they need to make and they only have a couple days now uh, to get underneath it and with the 32 million hit that jackson brings on this tag uh they have a substantial amount of moves that they need to make and here's the kicker though steve is jackson going to sign it
0: yeah
1: it on the cap anyway Get it back in increments during the season if he doesn't play, but they have to carry that tag unless they can get a long term deal workout. So, to me, if anything, the, the, it, it really represents we want to carry the least amount on the salary cap. But for them, it, it represents to me that they're really all in on signing him or probably taking less value to trade him. And I'm not sure what the market is going to look like. Uh, around the NFL, somebody would give up something for him. I don't want to suggest that, that he's valueless. It's just that three first-round pick or two first-round picks and a, and a two or a three, uh, that market doesn't look all that strong right now. And the Ravens have to cut $32 million off of their cap between now and the start of the league year on March 15th uh, just to, to move through legally. Yeah. Available for them to make in free agency with this So unless they're like right on top Of a deal for them um, They're, they're going to have a rough off season It's not going to start off very well for them
0: No it's it's not as a matter of fact and w- What's interesting is that At last it's, You and I both know that After a new TV deal is signed Everybody then spends crazy money And then everything settles down That's always been the pattern Then the next year it starts to settle a bit jackson hit it wrong because this is the settle year and like we're seeing in media rights right now everybody's now starting to be a little more cost conscious so his timing was not right on this
1: no it really was not a good year uh to get into it and you know probably not a whole lot you can do about it but the money was there last year as we saw like like you alluded to um next year is necessarily all that bad but here's the the to me the linchpin is this you've got four quarterbacks that have all the makings of guys that typically get drafted in the top five i I don't Mm. think there's one of them that i could say right now i'd be shocked one through five in this draft let's just say there's four of them that go in the first five picks and it could be four of the first four that's, that's one-eighth of the league, you know? yeah, what team needs a quarterback at that point? Do you want to trade your high premium pick with other capital that's just as valuable to acquire the player that you've got to pay, probably upwards of 100 million dollars this year um, in, in his sixth season in the NFL, in playing a style of football that connected to long-term health. Uh, in in a very favorable way. Do you want to do that, or do you want to draft a guy who costs literally less than one-tenth of 1% as much and has at least has the potential uh, to become a pretty good player in maybe a year or two? Can you wait that long at that price? From a business perspective, I don't know a lot of people that are going to take Jackson over the rookie in that case. And that's really kind of what the NFL is built on. It's hard to acquire quarterbacks agency it's its cost prohibitive and the opposite is true um, when it comes to Jones' own situation in new york you have to pay the premium to keep him because you've already invested the work in it you you already know what he who he is what you have with him and you feel that you can continue to make him better now it, it, it's just as much a gamble in my opinion on the giants perspective but the window doesn't have to be as, as long. They gave him a four-year deal, uh, as opposed to the five-year deal that Lamar wants. It, it's just, it, it's interesting to me how much power the quarterback wields across the entire NFL. I think this yeah. offseason shows in, with remarkable accuracy how true that is, just in the cases of Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, and the draft class. You put those yep. together, that's 90% of the offseason right now, in my opinion. That, that's really where the news all is.
0: Well, Neil, like one more on Jackson, and then I'll, I'll get to, to Daniel Jones. Uh, and that is as follows. Is there a player more important? Now, it, we can debate the kind of quarterback he is, You know, the kind of thrower he is, great runner, and so forth. But is there a player that's more important not just to his locker room, but also to the fabric of his city than Lamar Jackson?
1: You know, I've talked to people within Baltimore. I've I've read up a lot on uh, comments and things that people are saying just anticipating what's going to happen here. Um, He's polarizing in a lot of ways. There are a lot of people that are really upset over the fact that I'm trying to put this as delicately as possible, but he wasn't available to play in a playoff game. I mean, I know. I know. You have to kind of be really injured nowadays, not playing a playoff game. Philip Rivers played on a torn ACL um, going into the game. (laughs) Like he tore it the week before. I don't know how effective he was. It's not necessarily the best team strategy, but uh, for him to have gone out of his way um, to to upstage the team and tell everybody his injury status ahead of that playoff game, it, it seems very calculated. Um, some people are turned off by that. At the same time, um, you don't find MVPs readily available in, in any draft. It's not a simple thing to find. He has that kind of capability. Um, I would also add to that, though, that, that uh, you got rid of the offensive coordinator who designed the offense uh, yes. that helped you know, propel Jackson to, to play at his highest strength. Um, Do they not want to go that direction with him anymore? Do they feel that he's capable of doing more uh, than a lot of the design runs that were just lethal for the team in in 2019, setting up one of the most prolific, uh, probably the most prolific ground offense the NFL has ever seen. Um, He has an incredible story to this point. The fact that it really seems to be kind of on the fence, it's, it's a very nuanced situation. And I think, it, it very well could be that Lamar wants what he wants, and in, in a lot of respects, uh, he should get it. And he's gambling that another team is going to give it to him. The Ravens don't want to because the Ravens know him better than everybody else. And that's kind of the, the catch-22 here is, if I'm an owner a general manager of another team, it's like, you don't want to give him this contract. You want my draft picks instead. Why? <laughs> You know why would I give them to you? You don't even want the guy that I'm trying to acquire at this price. You know it, what? What's wrong with him? You know him better than I do. That drives this market down even more. I think people, fans in particular, are are at least uh, somewhat attuned to that, and they're going to say, you know, I, I think we can probably rebuild because we kind of have to anyway. This isn't a team that has a ton of, of options this offseason. If it's not going to be Lamar long term. We're better off getting rid of him because he has basically no reason to sign that tag, uh, which would mean he'd sit out mini camp, training camp. Uh, Brett Huntley would, would, or not Brett, I was called Tyler. Tyler Huntley would be their guy leading into camp. And they don't have the cap space to go out and sign Jimmy Garoppolo. They couldn't right. even sign a Mitch Trubisky. That, that's the situation that they're in excuse me for, for backtracking here too but Huntley's also a free agent so that's I don't know right. who they're going to I don't know what their plan is going to be but Lamar does not have to sign his tag so right. it, it's it, to me it really is kind of um, long term deal or bust and maybe that's just ultimately what this is going to be and I think fans will probably react more negatively than that than anything else because you know how it is. Fans don't ever like yeah. the guy that gets paid the most in the league. You know, there's there's always this weird sense that yeah. if fans want to side with the owners as opposed to the players. I think it's more right. just the, the tribalism of fans. They root for their flag more so than their players when the rubber meets the road. So I, With that, I think Lamar um certainly not a, a player that they don't like, but I don't think that fans feel comfortable Uh, investing an above-market-level contract in them
0: right now. Four years ago, Jack Ham and I both strongly felt that the Giants would eventually franchise Saquon Barkley, and that came to fruition today because we just, I mean, just knowing the collective bargaining agreement, the league, and so forth, we always felt that that was the easiest way for them to do it. That's four years ago. A year ago, Daniel Jones was not given a fifth year one year later he gets a new four-year deal after working one year with Brian Dable. What does what does this deal tell us? Not about him, but about the quarterback market and okay, who's the next option?
1: That, that's what's so fascinating to me because I just ranted about Lamar Jackson, and the idea of bringing yep. in the new player, having more value, yet the Giants are operating the exact opposite section and I can that's totally right. see why. It makes perfect sense why they would want to do that. Um, Here's what it comes down to. The market generated from all of this, not the other way around. The level of supply and demand is, is so incredibly in favor of the quarterbacks in this case. There simply aren't any. Daniel Jones stands out because he's an elite talent because he's the next Joe Montana. Not because he's going to tear the league apart over the next four years. It's because he's not Baker Mayfield. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. And the bottom line is the price for not those guys is going to be 35 to $40 million a year. Yep. At that point, if you're arguing $5 million a season over four years, I mean, really, as crazy as this sounds... That's deck chairs on the Titanic. It, it's a premium that's put in for a position you absolutely need to have. And if your new, wildly popular, and successful head coach says, I can work with this guy and make him better. Look what I did in just, just one offseason with him already. Now he's comfortable. Now we know each other. Where else can I take him? That's a huge vote of confidence. But they're paying for what he needs to become guarantees, so it's kind of a a contradiction in terms, you know they they are going to pay him whether he turns into that or not, and they have to because they don't have a choice unless you want the reclamation project of Baker Mayfield unless you want to go out and sign this year's Mitch Trubisky, he's your quarterback and he knows he's your quarterback you're 26 you've been your team starter for multiple years, and you're a free agent that's what you're getting paid, it has nothing to do with the ability anymore Unless you want what the Ravens have. Unless you want that situation in which you're going to have to acquire a lot of capital um, high in the draft to get a rookie that you don't know anything about. And keep in mind, the hit rate on on even high-end rookies right now, it isn't good. No. And we know that to come full circle because we don't know who Daniel Jones is. Six overall. Nobody liked that pick when they made it. He's had three not-good seasons and mm-hmm. one decent season. The three not-good seasons led to, as you pointed out, the team saying, we don't even want your 50-year option. We'll right. risk a tag that's twice as expensive as your 50-year option. That's how little faith we have in you right now. We don't want to have to be saddled to you next year. He proves them wrong. Now they have to pay him. That, that's a premium. That's business. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. It just doesn't have anything to do with where Jones compares to anybody else in the league. That's really what this is about, and that explains the market. Um, it, teams aren't able to negotiate against other contracts anymore. It's just very simply whatever the the general number is for guaranteed money, for overall uh, uh, dollars on uh, X amount of years in a contract, that's really about it. You can't compare him to this player or that player. They're all roughly the same types of contracts now. So. Whoever's next, that's what they're going to get. It's almost like this this unofficial slotting system that's taking over, and it makes you kind of wonder if they're they're ever going to uh, to kind of take a look at it because, well, You know, the Deshaun Watson deal <laughs> kind of kind of messes everything up, and I, I don't think that's feasible. I don't think it's necessarily a a, a good deal for Deshaun Watson. But I think there are a couple other quarterbacks coming up that are better than than most of what's out there right now. Yeah, and That's those right. guys are gonna are gonna get double what Daniel Jones got, um, right. maybe even on top of what Watson got. I mean, it's it's right. it, the market is going to explode in the next year or two. So get what you can now, uh, Lamar, and and good for for Daniel Jones for being able to lock something up. Uh,
0: and we just went through the combine. Uh, Bryce Young, look, in terms of watching him play quarterback, I love watching him play quarterback. C.J. Stroud, right, I watched him up close and personal for a couple of years play against Penn State. Beautiful accuracy. Obviously, I know a little bit about Will Levis. Uh, and I watched Richardson's tape against uh, when they played Utah, and it didn't match up with anything else I saw from him. You go through this combine, right, you got, to me, two big question marks and you know, and I think the world of will. But he's still a question mark to me on the pro level and Richardson. And yet everybody is enamored with them. And, uh, Neil, tell me, uh, am I seeing this right?
1: Um, I, I think my answer is going to prove pretty much exactly where this all is. I agree with you on, on Levis. I don't quite get why everyone is so enamored with him. Uh, there, there's plenty of positives. I just mean, oh, like, no. as a future franchise, I, I'm I'm planting my flag here. This is my guy for the next 15 years. I don't I don't know if he's going to make it to year three. I don't know how good he is. I don't I don't see a lot of that. I see good tools. But if we want to talk about tools, and I I know how funny that sounds. I, I look at Richardson. It's like, oh my god, this guy is is he's a tank. He's huge. Yep. He's got a massive arm. He's a great athlete. He he has terrible feet. Yeah. You know, know. work on it. Very important. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) You need to be able to set your feet and throw. But that's how good of an athlete this guy is. He just doesn't, right now, have the footwork and have the experience.
0: Right.
1: Feel the difference between throwing 40 yards on a line versus the guy's five feet away from you. You're throwing just as hard as you would. He's got, you know, some some reps. He needs some work. Um, Mm -hmm. They're two very polarizing players. It goes in line with everything else that we're seeing. Bryce Young, though, and C.J. Stroud, I I think are um, their floors are a bit higher. Yeah. I could probably – I could see those two going one and two for that reason. I think there's less of a a worry that they won't work out. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I do think Richardson has by far the the highest ceiling of any of them. Um, You're just not going to get the return on him probably right away because he needs to learn how to fundamentally throw a football. But mm-hmm. I, I, I have no problem working with a guy like that. You know, I, I need a year, Mister Owner, Sir. Please don't fire me after one season <laughs> if he's not an All Pro <laughs> player, because he's not going to be. You can build him. You can work with him for sure. Um, it's just, it's, it's really interesting because I think all of them bring a lot of what you really want in a quarterback. And to, to your point as well, I would agree with this. I think, um, in, in in my mind, young possesses the most of everything i think he's the most day one ready but there's a lot to like with stroud as well we're going to go back and forth on this through the the, up until two minutes before the pick is made i'm convinced of that i really think um we're going to see a couple trades into the top four and all all four of them could go the first four picks um i've said that before it hasn't happened i don't think that's ever happened in in history, but these are, are four good prospects. I'm not as big on Levis, but I'll I'll lean on other people that I know uh, know the game very, very well, and they speak highly of him. Um, I could see that happening. Uh, I think he's four of four, but uh, it, it's a really good quarterback class. These are, are good prospects in a lot of ways.
0: My friend, always a pleasure, and you know that. Thanks so much.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: By the way, the F- Saquon Barkley franchise tag, just so you know, it means that he will get 10.091 million. Okay? 10.01 10.091 million. And Daniel Jones, by the way, said, I quote, I want suit money or I'm walking. The Giants went to the bank. F O U L E D, that spells foul da! I don't think you understand how valuable the guy in the corner office is. All right, I know we have about twenty minutes worth of rants coming up, so I want to prepare the audience for that. Oh my almighty! I'm trying to think, what's going to cause more anxiety—the rants or listening to the news? Well, we'll listen to the news first here on News Radio Ten Seventy WKOK. Thank mm-hmm. you. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market, Talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Elmlesworth. Online: sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai—the best in new inventory, all by the way, with great warranties. And because of that. It really puts a little extra juice into the purchase. That warranty means so much. But, you know, the budget may be saying pre-owned inventory. Okay. Completely understand that. So you go to the place that has the Sunbury Motors guarantee where they go over every vehicle. Fabulous service department as well to back it up. Great technicians. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Roots 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf Online, SunburyMotors.com. The Ravens have tagged Lamar Jackson, but they do it at the rate at $32 dollars million.45 that allows anybody to negotiate with him. And by the way, he doesn't have to sign the thing either. The Giants will franchise tag Saquon Barkley. He'll get $10.019 million on the franchise tag with the Giants. The Giants, meanwhile, have signed Daniel Jones to a four-year, $160 million deal. And there you go. That's the latest NFL news. It has been billed the entire show. And it's been building up to this crescendo. Matt had a rather docile rant in the first 5 minutes but promised us something even more explosive in the final half hour.
2: Now, for this one, I'm sorry, I'm going down the, the rabbit hole again of Aaron Rodgers, but once again, as you know, Steve, I can't ignore stupid. And I, I've
0: talked I've talked to his brother Jordan before and he speaks highly of you. <laughs>
2: Oh well, I like maybe I'm kind of saying I'm not. It's I'm not saying he is stupid. I'm saying he's an airhead, but I'm not saying he's stupid. Oh, I see. I, I yeah. I, I, I guess I guess the word stupid came out wrong, or
0: <laughs> we can go with that. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, I completely misunderstood what you meant by stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, maybe to better characterize it, I would put him in the goof category. He's definitely become a goof. Okay. Now, with with just his whole mindset of the spirituality thing, this darkness retreat, just he's gotten so weird lately, and to me it's bothered him on the football field. I just don't think he has it at all, and if he were to go to the Jets, guess what? I don't think the Jets are still going to make the playoffs. Everyone's saying this, Their Jets are going to instantly be a title contender because they're one quarterback away. No, they're not. The Jets still have other issues that they have to come reckon with, too, and plus including a head coach. Because I don't think Robert Sala is that great a head coach either. The Jets still have holes on offense. They're still inconsistent on defense. The Jets, I, I will, I can guarantee you right now that if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets This will end the way it normally does in Jets fashion. It will burn in their face, and the Jets will not make the playoffs. I wouldn't even be shocked if the Jets even had a losing record with Aaron Rodgers in there, because he'd be more of a distraction, especially in the New York media, with all of his other nonsense that he now is pulling off off the field now. I mean, what happens when he gets criticized? Is he going to go under a, a cave? Is he going to go like in the Holland Tunnel in New York City to have another retreat to himself to get away from the criticism? I mean, please. I don't think he can handle the New York media. I really don't. He's been in soft Green Bay for his entire career. More and more, and more of his criticisms actually come from the national media than it has from the local media there in Green Bay. He will get roasted in New York. The minute things go bad. And they will go bad quickly. So enough with the Jets are an instant title contender. That's also an insult to the Bills and the Dolphins in that division. Also. But that will blow up in the Jets' face. So enough with this is instant title tender BS. Stop. They're not even going to barely even be a playoff contender. They are better off without him. In fact, I think the NFL fully is better off without Aaron Rodgers right now. The Packers need to move on. And I, I I still cannot believe they are so desperate for him to stay, even though they still do nothing to build around him, is then they'll choke in the playoffs every year, and this year they didn't even make the playoffs, of course. So, it just, this whole thing is dumb. Aaron Rodgers is not going to make anybody bam, into a title contender. Stop. always
0: like it when we have it on Fridays you do this, because that way we're sponsored by Brewers Outlet and it gives you an outlet to go to. Alright, um... <laughs> scores today. Atlantic 10... Uh, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh, Richmond beat UMass 71-38. Tyler Burton at 28 points. St. Joe's down Loyola, Chicago 72-67. Lynn Greer had 22. And in the ACC tournament in Greensboro, Georgia Tech beat Florida State 61-60 as Miles Kelly at 21 points. The marquee game of the night is Gonzaga-St. Mary's at Orleans Arena at 9 o'clock tonight. That's on ESPN. In terms of, like, the best matchup, the best game, on paper, that's the best game. Uh, other games going on right now, Rhode Island's playing LaSalle right now, Louisville's playing Boston College right now. Then at, the, at 5 o'clock, you got UT Arlington Grand Canyon and Canisius against Mount St. Mary's. Games that you should keep an eye on as a Penn State basketball fan tonight. It's pretty simple. Uh, UNC Wilmington and Charleston is definitely one down at the Entertainment and Sports Arena in D.C. Uh, Wilmington knocked off Hofstra last night, which is the number one seed in the in the Colonial. And but Hofstra was not going to make the NCAA tournament. Charleston is the number two seed, but they're twenty nine and three, uh, and so it would be preferable. That Charleston wins the game tonight and just takes the automatic bid and moves on. The other one tonight at the Denny S. Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Keep an eye on this one. North Dakota State will play against Oral Roberts tonight, and Oral Roberts is 29 and 4. Uh, North Dakota State, which won last night, is a 16 and 16 team, but the crowd will be with them tonight. But you're looking at Oral Roberts. I mean, they have been rolling. They have not lost since they were beaten by New Mexico uh, months ago. And I mean, their losses are to St. Mary's tournament, Houston tournament, Utah State tournament, New Mexico on the outside looking in. Those are the losses for Oral Roberts this year. And they will play that game tonight at nine o'clock. It's on ESPN two. That's another one that you're looking at, saying, "Okay, if Oral Roberts doesn't win, like what's going to happen here?" In North Dakota State. not exactly they've, they've stumbled down the stretch. They've won four in a row, but guess who the last team to beat him happens to be? Huh, Oral Roberts. But this is a one-shot deal here. So those are the two to watch for tonight to see Charleston and Oral Roberts get in. Then the other one you want to keep an eye on as this thing plays out. And they don't start playing until Thursday. That's Florida Atlantic. Because they're another team that's had a terrific year. Uh, And... You look at the great year that they've had. And they're they're a team to look out for that you need them to win there. Anybody who's on the buttable, anybody, needs them to win. So we just like to give you these little previews along the way as to who you should be looking for as time goes. Like I said, last night you did not need St. Mary's or Gonzaga to get upset. Nope. Did
2: not need it. And it didn't happen. By the way, Joe Lenardi did finally update his his, uh, bracketology last night, so this was as of uh, 12.15 a.m. So this was this morning. Yeah, this was this morning. He's got Penn State now in the last team of the last four buys, mm-hmm. yeah. So they made a huge jump in 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 Lenardi's eyes. Now they have to keep it that way, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: In terms of Big Ten, Rutgers is in the last four. That's moved down now to the last four. In Wisconsin's now in the first four out. Right. Fascinating. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. No doubt. It is fascinating. Bottom line is, keep winning. You can take care of, you know, we can talk about what other teams are doing right now, because on this particular day, that's the only thing you can do on this day. But when it turned, when it's your turn, you need to go out and just take care of things yourself. And I was at practice for a little while this morning. Watching some of this, plus watched uh, was with them, and they were watching a uh, tape this morning. I kept my mouth shut. I'm smart enough to know make no suggestions. They're way smarter than you are, so I'm not going to say anything. He's way smarter than me. Hmm. I a bet the vibe this, was pretty good, though. Uh it was. It was a to be honest with you, it was attentive. It wasn't that's good. like hey, we're all like no 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 no. No, it's no that's good. I'm not I'm I'm not sure I and I, I understand this completely, completely understand this, what I'm about to say. Um it's interesting that I think people assume the vibe of a team after they win, and they think that the bus and the plane is one raucous ride home. And normally it's like, it's like, hey, you know, a little bit of laughter the whole thing. Yeah, everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. But these guys are tired. And Monday, yesterday, was really important to them. They had the day off. And they had no classes yesterday at spring break. So they had the day off to allow them to absorb the wind Absorb Senior Day and get some rest. Today, back to work this morning at 11 o'clock. Watch tape, went out, had a standard practice. You know, start out with a walkthrough as to what Illinois does, doesn't do, things like that. Then then they practice because you know they got to get back loose again. They're going to do another one tomorrow morning. Then head to Chicago. They are not going to get into the United Center to shoot. They have the option to do it, but the options are so limited and it's only it's only 25 minutes and why bother going over early in the day when you're going to play later later in the day? Because it is the first game of the second session okay? because remember there's two sessions. The afternoon session, boom then they clear the arena out, boom then they bring in a second session. They're going to get an hour on the floor before the game. They'll have time to do it. So you don't have to worry about getting shots up in the building or anything like that. That's you know, and the only I think the only player that Penn State has that's ever played in that building is Miles Dread because I mean the tournament has not been in Chicago in five years. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today here on uh, News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. He is six foot four, two hundred forty-four pounds. Sorry, six foot four and a quarter. I mean, it's short. Hey, don't forget that. Yep, two hundred forty-four <laughs> pounds, and he had the vertical of 40 and a half a broad jump of ten nine and here he is running a 40-yard dash and oh my goodness wow it Rolling. is full moses malone uh four 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 i don't think he'll be asked to do that a lot in yeah. his nfl career but that's that's pretty impressive i think that's a one and done by the way well he, he says it. he
1: wants to run it twice i would advise against that i think you're good the four four four, four at 244 that's pounds impressive. fours are wild
0: Which one was that one?
2: Oh, that was Which Anthony one? Richardson. That
0: was Richardson? Yeah. I I just, I'm sorry. I can't get past
2: 54.7%. Oh, me neither. Me neither.
0: That, that's the, and, and look, I'm not.
2: I think he's overrated, to be honest with you.
0: Well, I just, look, I, obviously, I watched the Utah tape. Yeah, because now did I watch I I watched a quarter and a half of it. And boy was he terrific in that game. And I remember watching it because I'd watched a couple of games he played down the stretch. And I kept watching it because it was the opening game of the season. And this is December, and I'm thinking, boy, what happened to him? Because it didn't match up with the guy I saw later in the year. Uh, to me, 54.7% is 54.7%. I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of natural athletic gifts. I mean, I, you can't take that away from him. I just... I. But... You also have to play quarterback... You're not asked to do the long jump.